0: are you hosting events or thinking about it? If you have event or sponsorship questions and need advice, I would love if you can text me at 480-530-5182 and you can have an event planner at your fingertips. I will put this information in the show notes and let's get to the episode. Welcome to Eventive Entrepreneurs, the podcast where we talk everything about events, entrepreneurship, and sponsorship. I'm your host, Sarah Brush, event professional for over two decades. Let's get this party started. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. As a reminder, we are in house renovations right now, so I am always recording from random spots, so apologize in advance on how my audio sounds, but I'm so happy you're here. And I wanted to do this episode about tips to be prepared when you go on site for your event, because I know it can be really stressful leading up to the event a few days before and just, hoping that everything runs smoothly after you put in so much energy and effort. So I wanna give you 10 tips that can help you feel really good when you go into your event. So number one is creating an onsite schedule, which event planners will call run of show. So it's basically an hour by hour schedule that shows everything that's happening at the event. And this is a really good way to see if there are any gaps in any of the schedule It will show you like when vendors are showing up, when speakers should arrive and, you know, meeting speakers, when registration is taking place. Really your entire agenda plus all of the kind of behind the scene details um, that will just make you feel comfortable when you look through that and you know exactly what's happening at your event at any time. And then number two would be do a final check-in with all of your vendors. So, You've already done contracts with them, you have all of the details worked out, but just following up before the event and making sure you have all of their cell phone numbers of whoever is delivering items or who's going to be on site, their time of arrival, and exactly what they will be doing at the event. So it's just good to do a check-in so you don't have any surprises that for some reason someone is a no-show. Number three, if you can do another site visit, if you're local to your venue, it's great to just kind of look at all of that now that you are closer to the event and you have your agenda finalized and everything that you're doing within the meeting space. It's also good to ask the venue for a floor plan for your event so you know exactly where everything's gonna be set up and if you have any changes, you can do that in advance. So when you get on site, everything is exactly how you wanted it. And number four, If you don't have an event planner, during the planning process, you can always hire somebody to be on site at your event. That way they can handle all of the details and you can really just focus on your attendees and the experience and you don't have to worry. A lot of times you can get an event planner on site and they'll work with you a couple weeks before the event. So that way you can give them all the details and they're really up to speed on everything going on. If you don't have budget to do an event planner, you can also just get volunteers, which you should have anyways, And these people can handle registration, handle being mic runners if you need that for Q&A, meeting speakers, handling attendee questions, everything that you do not want to worry about on site because you are just really focused on the experience at the event and connecting with your attendees. Number five is going over your banquet event orders. So these are called BEOs and These are what hotels provide in other venues before the event that basically says what is happening at each time, you know, what food is going to be available, what is the room setup. It's kind of like your run of show, but it's what the hotel is going off when they're setting up your event. So you'll want to make sure that you review that in detail so the hotel is really going off the correct information on what they're setting up and what is happening. And you will likely have to sign this with your hotel anyway, so you will be reviewing it, but it's just a good way to make sure the hotel has everything that you feel like you've went over with them. Number six is you can always request a pre-con meeting with the hotel. So these are things that definitely happen when you have a bigger event. What you do is you'll meet with the hotel and all of their staff that are involved with your event, so you can kind of go over the details with them, let them know, you know in detail who your attendees are, what you're expecting on site, and they can just share information on how to get a hold of each one of them so you feel really good that everybody's on the same page before the event. Number seven is having a really detailed registration process will make you feel really confident. So who are your volunteers? What are they doing at registration? Are you giving out a badge and then a bag and a schedule for the event? You know, just so you know exactly what's being given out, what are the main talking points to attendees? So do you want to remind them where lunch is going to be held, or remind them to review the schedule. Anything that you kind of want to let them know right when they check in. That way you have everything, basically a kind of a script written down for what's going to happen at registration. So it's really easy for the people that are volunteering. So for example, if you have reserved seating, then that's something that you want to list, that you want to mention to attendees when they check in. So number eight is review all PowerPoints and speaker information in advance. So you don't want to be surprised on site that maybe a speaker has a slide in their deck that let's say they're selling something on stage at your event and you didn't want that. So just making sure that you review everything, you feel really comfortable with the content that's going to be presented at your event. So if there are any challenges, you can address that right away. Number nine is your speaker contracts likely have a rider included. If you have talent or if you have, you know, higher level speakers, they may have requirements besides just speaking at your event. So For example, they could say they need a certain food or drinks in the green room behind the stage. They might need a specific room type if you're paying for their hotel. You just want to make sure that you review that, you know exactly what they ask for since it's part of the contract, and you deliver on that. So there's no surprises on site where they don't have something they need. So that is really important. Just make sure you take a look at the contract, the rider, and that anything that your talent is asking for that you have Provided that. And again, you should definitely be looking at that before you sign the contract as well, just so you make sure that you are able to provide what they're asking for. And finally, number 10, all of this organization and planning, you get up to the event, try to just let it go with your team, your vendors, your event planner, or volunteers. Everybody that you've worked with up until the event is going to take good care of the details for you while you really just immerse yourself in the event experience. And make sure that you're just focused on your attendees, focus on the content that you're presenting and just being really present because, you know, if you work so hard for this event and you really want to enjoy it and focus on the things that are really the most important in your zone of genius and let everybody else take care of all of those back end details for you. So Thank you so much for being here and listening, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. You can always reach me at Brush on Instagram, and also I have a text list that I love to provide event tips and resources weekly, so if you want to join that, check out the episode notes, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Your time is valuable and I appreciate it that you spent it with me. If you're enjoying this podcast, I would love if you could review and rate it five stars. This helps us get the podcast out to more people. Thanks. Have a great day.